つけるんですよ、これさ Seven. I'm not keeping up with these guys. It's either eight or seven. Eight or seven. Uh, I'm smoking for this one. And I think I have bad discipline. I was meant to stop smoking. Because it takes away from my productivity. But I like it. What are you gonna do? I gotta keep doing it. And to anyone that thinks it's an addiction, it isn't. Because I'm a badass, for one. And then, because I'm a badass. Addictions don't work on me. My mentality doesn't allow addictions to work on me. Why? Again, because I'm a badass. But that's not the point. No. Marijuana isn't addictive in the sense that your body doesn't ask for it. It's addictive, like psychologically addictive, where you feel like you need it, but you really don't. Because there's like alcohol where if you drink too much and then stop drinking, then, then you're going to die because you need alcohol in your system. So they like wean them off of it slowly so they don't die same with what is it heroin meth like with the babies when they're born 
that the parents are meth addicts and then the baby is born addicted to meth as well or whatever it is, I don't know what drug it is, I'm sure it's just meth. Uh, they gotta sort of put them in this thing where they're breathing in meth so so they can wean them off and the baby doesn't die because he doesn't have meth, I think. I, I read that somewhere, I think, or someone told me. I'm not sure, but, but it sounds true though, right? <coughs> so I'm not addicted to marijuana, I think. I might be. I mean, who the fuck knows? It hasn't been studied enough. Uh, they judge a lot here for smoking weed. You'd think that, since it's Mexico and it's full of crimes, that they wouldn't judge, but apparently they do. Um, a lot, too. See, I think not enough people are educated enough on the subject of marijuana and all that, or CBD and all the things they, they do. They're not, they're not informed. And then when you tell them about it, they have this, uh, I don't know, they're just stuck to the way of their way of thinking and they still judge you for it. Even though CBD is technically not marijuana, since it doesn't have the active component THC in it. We're making a lot of progress though. Well, not we, but the US is making a lot of progress with the whole marijuana thing. Which is good, I guess. I'm not there, so it doesn't really fucking matter, but for you guys, it's good. Oakland and Denver decriminalized mushrooms. They're still illegal, apparently, but like the cops won't go out of their way to arrest someone that has like a gram or something. Like if you have a gram, he'll be like, is this for you? And you're like, yeah, and then he lets you go. That's what decriminalists decriminalization means that you can have it and you might not get arrested for it if you have it and if you do the charges aren't going to be as bad as it was before at least that's what I what I got from the article that I read I'm not sure I'm not sure I've got a problem with people. Well, I don't have a problem with them, but no, yeah, I do have a problem with people that judge. I, I judge a lot, but not like serious. It's more judging like that guy's fat, that guy can't walk, that guy has weird hair, that type of judging. No, I mean judging that are people that judge other people for drinking or people that judge other people for smoking or doing drugs in general. First of all, if you're judging someone for drinking and you also drink, then shut the fuck up, right? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut, 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 shut. You don't have a no. You can't say anything. What? Oh, you you drink too? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. No, you can't say shit then. You can't. Unless the dude's an alcoholic or something, then you can be like, yo, that dude's an alcoholic. But don't tell him. I don't. I don't know how that works. I'm sure there's rules to it. Maybe there isn't. Um, point is, don't judge someone for drinking. Don't judge someone for smoking. Let people do what they want. I, as long as they're not kids, which you can smoke cigarettes at the age of 18, so I can smoke weed at the age of 18. If I can give myself cancer 
at the age of 18, then I can fucking smoke weed as well. So, that's my own law to that. But, like, how can you even judge if you drink? You can't. I've met people that when you tell them, oh, I smoke, they go like, oh, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. Or, or something like that. They, they basically say you, you shouldn't do that or they don't, they make it shown that they don't agree with what you're doing. Which, who gives a fuck? But that's not my point here. What I'm trying to say is, marijuana really doesn't do anything to the body. Well, from what I've read, I, I, it doesn't do much to it. Like, I read an article that says that it ages your brain by like 15 or 10 years or something, or five, I, 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 didn't, I don't remember. But, but I think that was disproven? I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure, I'd have to look it up. But, aside from that, it's really like, it's more beneficial than it is bad. Like when I was working, if I didn't get high, I couldn't go to work. Like, I, I'd, I legit have, like, anxiety at work. I'd, I'd start fucking walking back and forth and, and getting pissed off at people wanting to scream, wanting to beat the shit out of my balls and shit. It helped a lot. It helps with soreness. It helps with headaches. It helps with, I don't know, nausea. It helps with so much stuff. And then you go and you look at alcohol. What the fuck does that help you with? Um, aside from the having fun and shit, like I and I'm not judging people that drink. I'm I'm just trying to make a point here. From all the science, it legit does nothing to benefit you. And there's some of you that might know that there were studies saying that drinking wine is good for you because it has this chemical in it that helps with health or whatever. Well. I was listening to another doctor and apparently it's the amount of the chemical that's in the wine or in the alcohol is minimal. Like, like it's basically nothing. It doesn't do anything, basically. It does something, obviously, because it's in there, but not enough to like make a noticeable difference. And that's the only good thing about it. Plus you can eat meat and red wine and then fish and white wine. But that's not the point here. That's not the point here. For someone that's judging me or whoever for smoking weed or doing psychedelics or whatever, we'll get into psychedelics in a bit. For smoking weed, you can't say shit because again, weed is so much, has so much good in it. And alcohol has one good thing in it. And then the one good thing it has is like bullshit. Listen, I'm not even trying. I'm not I'm not judging anyone, really. Just why? I mean, what do you what do you win from that? Or I I don't I don't think you win anything from it. It might just be the way you were raised. But I don't know. The way the way I function is the, if it makes sense then okay, I'll agree with it. You know? 
I'm sure there's certain things I can't do that with. And what the fuck is that noise? Looks like a dying cow. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Shit. Oh, yeah. I'm... The way I am... I got reason. That's how I decide what I'm, I'm going with. You know? And you can't do that with everything, like with abortions and stuff. But, but with this, you can. You can. Which one's better? Which one hurts you the most? Okay, we've said it's alcohol. So what are you gonna pick? You know? And you might not like it because it gives you anxiety or whatever, and then if you take it in high amounts, you could have panic attacks and shit. Well, fucking grow some balls, you know? Grow some balls. Or man up, or fucking I don't know, get some confidence. Just... I don't see why people would judge, or why people do judge. Not that I give a fuck, you could say whatever you want, and I'm, what are you gonna do? Okay, you can't do anything. Hmm. Now we're gonna go to psychedelics now. Now, when I tell people I've done LSD and that's the only psychedelic I've done. When I tell people I've done it, uh, they get, they get, uh, you will, uh, understandably, you get sort of like, oh, oh, he's, he's, he's a, I don't know, it just, it, it has a bad, a bad, um, reputation to it. Like, whenever someone says LSD, whenever someone says, uh, what is it, mushrooms, the majority of the people are gonna look at you kind of weird, like, why is this? dude talking to me or something. Uh, they'll look at you weird for having done it. And again, it's just, mm, first let's step back a bit. For anyone under the age of 25, doing all these things is fucking, it's bad for you. Because your brain isn't fully developed till you're 25, so. 25, 26, 24, around that range. Your brain isn't fully developed, so therefore, you should probably stay away from all the drugs and all the bullshit. Just so you can give your brain a chance to develop completely, like naturally and the way it's supposed to without any disruptions from outside things. But if you're gonna do it, weed's better, much better. I, I, lost, I don't know what my point was there, I, I forgot. I think I just talked too much. Oh, psychedelics, got it, okay. So, maybe don't do them till you're 25, and I, I'm, I'm all, all on board for that, but I've already done it, so it's kinda late. I can't, I can't get on the train once I've already missed it, you know? Plus, I mean, compared to alcohol, me having smoked and done um, acid like 10 times now uh, it's like a, I'm not even I've got like probably half the damage to my brain than, that you anyone who drinks has my same age anyone who drinks has been drunk as many times as I've been high and on weed and on mushrooms they're probably stupid as fuck right now because 
their brain is like just shriveled up. So there's that. And I'm not judging. I'm not saying, you know, like, oh, I'm better than them. But, but if we're, if you're going to judge and you've, you've drank alcohol before, then chances are you've probably done more damage to your body than I've done to mine. Like, if we put it on a scale, your brain is probably, like, twice as damaged as mine. Because with LSD, the brain makes new connections and sort of takes others off. But, but from, what they've, uh, from what they've learned, it makes connections that it would otherwise not make. Like the, uh, and the big part of the brain sort of lights up when you take it. And that's where the new connections start getting made. And a lot of people say that it gives them creativity and the sense of like, being. Same with mushrooms, same with ayahuasca, same with a lot of things. And that's why they're decriminalizing them now, because they know that they can be used for something. Like with mushrooms, they're having studies where they're curing PTSD, they're curing anxi anxiety, they're curing addictions. They legit people stopped being addicted to cigarettes, they stopped being addicted to alcohol from taking mushrooms. And they, they give it to terminally ill patients so they can not be afraid of death. Like they're gonna die and it sort of calms the anxiety down by showing them something. I don't, I don't know, I'm not that religious, but, but I would agree with that it shows you something something that you you recognize the moment you see it but then like forget it when you're off of the drug it makes sense when you're under and then when you're off of it you don't remember what made sense if that makes any sense <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's a weird drug. It really is. And it's a weird one to take at such a young age. Let me just take another hit of this. It's a weird drug to have done. My first trip, when I came off of it, I thought it was, I was in a parallel universe or an alternate reality. Because people were acting weird around me. Like it seemed like they were acting or something. Really it was just me being super fucked up, but, but it felt like they were acting. And I was super young when I, no not super young, but I was young when I did it. So it, it was sort of, I, it was really weird. Really weird. But I've learned a lot from them. Like I said, and you don't forget everything that you learn in the trip. They're like these messages. And it might be your subconscious communicating with you. But they're messages that that you get and when you get them you you're like, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense." But it's sort of like a message that you always knew, but no one told you that you knew it, so you didn't like uh 
you didn't put it into action? It's really weird. I, I, you really can't explain it. I feel like it's, it is uh, sort of advice, but it's advice from your subconscious or, or from, from this other entity that's like sending messages that you already know. It's just sort of like, like giving you a knock on the head for you to remember what you've always known. And you get so much insight into life and, and into, into yourself, really. It's, it's beautiful. I would recommend for everyone to do it. O obviously, not everyone can do it because it has certain side effects and people could get fucked up on it. Having said that, let's talk about the side effects of LSD and psychedelics in general. Well, not in general because they're all different, but... But with LSD and I believe mushrooms, since it is such a, such a traumatic, traumatic experience to the brain and to the body, for people that are predisposed to having schizophrenia, predisposed to having dementia, um, what else, Alzheimer's, certain brain issues, it can activate them. Now, what does that mean? It means it means you were probably gonna have it when you were like in your seventies, eighties, but but since you had such a traumatic experience when you did the drugs, then it sort of like speeds the process up. From what I've read, I think that that's what they. That's what they say that happens. And that's one of the only side effects. There's this other side effect that's called flashbacks, which I've actually had already. They're very rare. It doesn't happen much, but when it does, um, basically, let's say you do it, you did acid in 2002. In 2014, the acid sort of like lingers in the brain and it attaches to one of the um, serotonin receptors, I think that's what they were. It attaches to one of the serotonin receptors and it sort of makes the whole connections again. All the connections that it had in that, in the, basically it reactivates itself. So let's say you did it in 2002 and you're in 2014. In that, there's gonna, like in a moment in 2014, out of nowhere you're gonna feel like you're on acid again. And you're s you'll start seeing what you usually see when you're on acid, you know, patterns and and uh, brighter colors and stuff like that. They're not horrible, but if you're doing something that's dangerous when it happens, then you could be fucked. Like you could hurt yourself. I I don't know, if you're a construction worker and you're working like a I don't a hammer or something, and then you start seeing weird shit and you fucking nail something to your forehead, right? <laughs> I don't know, you could hurt yourself, you know? To me, it just happened inside of a classroom and I was like, I was just sitting there, bored as fuck, because school, who likes that? But, you know, I was just sitting there and looking at the wall and there was these ABCs on the wall that were in cursive and there was numbers that were in cursive is that the thing? Uh, I don't, 
I don't know. <laughs> okay. There was numbers and letters, and out of nowhere, they started like dancing, and I, I, I immediately looked at my friend, and I was like, "Are you, are you seeing that?" And he was like, "Uh, no, what?" And then I told him like the fucking the the letters, they're they're dancing. And he didn't he didn't see it because you know I was the one that was high on LSD again. But it was short. It, it lasted like uh, I'd say. 30 seconds maybe more but I didn't notice because I, I like I was in school and I wasn't like paying attention to what was happening but the word stopped dancing like 10 30 seconds in it wasn't that bad plus it's a free trip I mean who's complaining you're getting you're getting your money's worth you know they're like 15 bucks for a tab so that's your money's worth. Like if you can if you can do it twice without even have to, having to pay the second time, get yours. You know. Uh, there is some issues with it, I guess. I I read this thing. Well, I didn't read it. I think I was watching a video of a clinical psychologist talking about psychedelics and and uh, spiritual drugs. And what he said was, he, he uh, quoted another clinical psychologist, which was, uh, I'm not sure if it was Carl Jung or Dostoevsky. It might have been Nietzsche. I don't know, it was one of those three. And he quoted them when asked about, like, what do you think about psychedelics and spiritual drugs? And then he quoted the guy, and the guy said, beware of unearned wisdom, or something like that. I don't remember the exact quote. It was like, beware of unearned wisdom, or beware of uh, unearned knowledge. It's one of those, one of those. And that, I think that's what he was, he was trying to say, what I said a while ago, that it's like, you're getting messages from this thing which I, I believe it's, it's your subconscious like giving you advice to, for how to, how to proceed in life with uh, low doses of psychedelics. I think once you get it to a higher dose, you're, you're like legit communicating with another being or, or something else, another energy, let's say. But I think with low doses, it's just you communicating with, uh, with your subconscious and your subconscious is sort of receiving the messages from the, the other energy or being and giving them to you. And they're really weird and you sometimes can't understand them. But when you do, I think what he meant by beware of unearned wisdom is you're too young well, for me, I'm, I'm playing this for me. I think when you're too young and you learn too much, you sort of lose or gain something that you, you, you didn't earn because you're, you're too young to know these things. You're too young to question. You're too young to do a lot of things, you know? Like I, when I did it, I wasn't even, like I couldn't even drive yet. So that was, you know, it's pretty fucking young. 
And I think what he meant was, well, you didn't earn what you know. What you know isn't what you, like you didn't go through the experience to learn this wisdom. Like if you, if you touch hot water, you touch it and you know it's hot and then you don't do it again, right? Because you know it's hot. And that's wisdom. Now let's say, uh, fuck, you touch something that's pointy. You touch it, it makes a little prick. You start bleeding. You're like, okay, I won't do that again. And that's wisdom. You earned it by doing something and like, oh, now I know. And when you don't do that, I think he believed that it was like, uh, like you were gonna not go crazy, but you weren't gonna understand what was given to you completely. And then you were gonna sort of apply it in the wrong way or something. I, it's a really complicated idea. I believe I've integrated everything that I've been given by all the, the experiences that I've had. Maybe I don't apply it all the time, as most people, they don't do, you know? Sometimes you don't wanna wake up early, you don't wanna go work out, things like that. And you don't apply it in those certain situations. But I think that overall, the way I'm applying it is just, it's average, you know? How it should be. And that might be because every time I did a trip, I, did, I never took it as a like, oh, we're gonna do this for fun. It was more of a, let's see what I learned today. And it's been in moments where I felt like, shit, what am I supposed to do here? And then you might think, how many fucking moments have you had where you don't know what to do or where you feel lost or with anxiety? And I've had a few, you know? There's a lot of people that grow up with fucked up lives, and I'm not saying that I grew up with one, but, but I grew up with a, eh, it was an okay life, you know? Childhood, not an okay life, I'm still living. It was an okay childhood. Let me take another hit. Okay. I grew up with an okay childhood. I wasn't beaten. I wasn't hungry. Well, I was sometimes hungry, but you know, it is what it is. You get hungry sometimes, yeah? I don't know what to say, man. I think I've just, I don't know. I don't have an, I don't have an, an excuse or a reason for, for having done it. It was just a feeling that like I have to do this right now. It's what, it's what I need. And even times, I'm not gonna lie, there was times where I was like, I probably shouldn't do this but fuck it, I thought about it too long, you know? <laughs> if you think about something for more than three seconds, then it's like, ah, I mean, go, go do it, go do it. You already thought about it, so you wanna do it, so, you know, like, go do it. No one's gonna stop you, unless it's like a crime, in which case, you know, don't do that. But if it's something small, like, like should, I, should I stay out a bit longer, should I, Stay up a bit longer. And it's really your choice. Like, if you have discipline, then fucking go to sleep. It just, how much do you want it? I mean, no one's going to stop you if you don't want to go to sleep, right? Or if you do want to go to sleep, like, who's going to say anything? 
if you're at your job, I mean, still legit, who's gonna say anything? I don't think anyone's gonna be like, they might, but what are they gonna do? All they can do is tell you wake up and then you can walk out and fucking go to sleep on the street. And you know, you know what I mean. Like you make your own decisions. And I've made mine, you know, I've done, I've done it about fucking 10 times now. I've learned a lot from those 10 times. I'm trying to apply the knowledge that I've gotten in those 10 times to my life right now. I'm not doing the best job at it. I'm not a disciplined person. And I've said this before. I don't want to call myself lazy. That's such a bad word. I don't think I'm lazy. Or maybe I am. Uh, I'd say I'm done disciplined. Because there's, I've, I mean, I ran a marathon. I've, I, 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 I work out, I run, I do all these things. So clearly, like, I can do it. And I'm willing to do it if I've already done it. But I don't have the the push to do it, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. I think I, I'm just a lazy dude, and I'm trying to fix that. Because you, know, as a human, you want to improve as much as you can. And if you know you're doing something wrong, then uh, like, what ex don't do it. It would be the only solution. Unless it's something you love and then you gotta figure some shit out. But the majority of the time, I mean, just don't do it or just do it. Yeah. Mikey came up with something there. I forgot what my point was, so shit to that one. Uh, I'll remember, hold on. Oh, I guess we're moving on, okay. Yeah, man, psychedelics are like, they're a weird thing, thing to do. I wouldn't recommend them until you're like in your 30s, somewhere around there, 36, 38. Like if you haven't done them by now, then probably hold off a bit. Or don't, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you want the most out of them, I, I, in my opinion, if I hadn't done them already, and if I wasn't so impulsive, to do them, like when I first learned about LSD, I immediately wanted to do it. Cause I, I stuck first, obviously I studied up on it and I did all these things, but I immediately was like, I have to do this. And as a kid, I was always like, uh, curious about what it would, what would happen like with drugs and stuff. And growing up as a Mexican, as a Latino, you, you have uncles, you have uh, family members that give you beer when you're young or give you a beer most of the time. They're like, here, take a sip of that. And then you sip and uh, and that's it. You fucking get tipsy out of like two sips because you're a kid. So I'd felt that, or at least I thought I'd had. Like I, I knew what it was like, the experience. And I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. When you're drunk, you just basically get dizzy and then you get kind of like, happy or angry or whatever. So I knew that, and I always thought there would be a drug where when you take it, you start seeing animals and you start seeing like cartoon characters just running about. And I've never gone, I, I, I'd never gone that to that moment, in that moment, I'd, I'd smoking weed, I've had alcohol. So I was just curious, I was like, 
I wonder if you'll see like cartoons and like a whole bunch of shit. And you don't, if you want me to be honest with you and you want to do it because you want to see cartoons, then you don't see cartoons. You can look at images and they'll, they'll be like, they'll be brighter and they'll be trippier. But aside from that, it's just, everything's, everything's brighter you see more color to things like like you look at a tree and you can see the life in it and you can see everything in it like it's a being or you look at a person and you can see the aura their aura 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 i guess around them like it could be a color and it could be yellow or it could be red or purple that's what you see when you're on lsd and then if you sit and you meditate and then you go into your mind and you're just what the fuck it's a whole experience like it's a whole different world that you don't you didn't even know was in there and you start seeing images and stuff and that's when you can see cartoons and then like like you on right now i'm i'm thinking what albert einstein said imagination is is the most powerful thing or something along those lines and it is, it really is when you're, when you're on LSD because the moment you close your eyes, you go up to a different world. Maybe not immediately, you'll start seeing colors and then, and then you, if you sit down and you meditate, you, you start getting into it and it's like a whole other world. Just recently that I did it, um, out of nowhere I was like underwater. I, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Again, I'm in my mind. I'm meditating, I'm doing this thing. But out of nowhere in, in my mind, I go underwater and I, I can breathe. I'm underwater and I can breathe. And it was a weird experience. It wasn't like breathing air. It was more like the water is going into me and, and it's just like, it's a part of me. And it was awesome. And then you forget a lot of these things if you don't write them down. So this is sort of chopped up and I'm not sure. It's like the outline of it and I know what happened, but, but you forget most of it. Like I said, it's like a message that when you see it, you know it and then when you're off the drugs and you forget what the message was, but you know that it was something real or something true, more true than anything in the real world or just as true, because it feels real. Like there's no difference. And I love this thing that Joe Rogan said. He said, if you meet God, while you're under the influence of a drug, then, then you met God. And I know to some religious people it'll be like, no, you're fucked up. You didn't meet God. That's not God. That's something else. But what gives you the right to say that's not God? You know? To him, that's God. He came, he's saying he saw God. Is that not a not enough like like if he actually did see god in another like let's say he wasn't drugged and he actually did see god he would have the same the same feeling about it like he would he would still be in awe he, he would he would look at him and, and be like amazed by it or by him the feelings that you get towards meeting him whether it's on drugs or off of drugs are the same 
that's what he was trying to say, and I thought I think that's that's exactly right, you know. But like I was saying, I was underwater, and you could feel I could feel the water just be a part of me. Like I was I was breathing it in. I was I was breathing it out. It was just like this is me now, and I'm not sure how long I was there, but but then the next thing I remember, I don't know where I'm out of the water and. And I can't breathe. I'm outside and I can't breathe. I'm like, <gasps> that's what I can't breathe. And apparently, they well, they start throwing buckets of water on me. And with every splash, like I feel the water just like become my air. It would it would just a little splash of it on my face, and <gasps> I could breathe again. And they kept they did that for about four or five times. And I'm not sure if I, in the end, I, I, I could breathe air or, or they had to keep doing that, but, but that's all I remember. It just, it faded. I didn't write it down. I should've. I'm gonna, and next time I do another trip, which will be a, a long time from now now, I need to do some other things, get uh, concentrated on my life. Like I said, I'm trying to implement all these all this wisdom and knowledge that I'm getting or that I've gotten. And I don't want to sound too religious. It's just, like, it's real. You can't, to me, it's real at least. And I'm not doing anything that's wrong, you know? Like, if I was out there mugging people because the sky people told me to do it, then, then we have a problem. Now, I'm doing things that are good for me, like, like eating better, fucking going to sleep early, waking up early, writing, reading, going to work out, studying. I like studying, so I want to do it more. You know, there are things that I want to do, but I just don't get to it because of that laziness or that lack of discipline. I've, I've done it before, so I, I clearly can do it, and I will do it, you know? But I want to be able to apply everything I've gotten over the years, all this knowledge, all this wisdom, and, and see what I get out of that. And then after that, if I feel like it, I'll do it again and see what, what other messages I'm getting from this, from my subconscious or this entity or whatever you want to call it, this drug. Maybe I'm just really fucked up and I don't know what's going on in those tricks. You can say whatever you want, but I've learned a lot from them. And I think as long as it's something positive for me, then, then I'm going to keep doing it. Or I'm going to keep believing in it. Because I'm not going to keep doing it, obviously. I said I wasn't for a while now until I implement everything I want to implement. But yeah. Mm. I don't see why people judge so much about that. I don't care. But... It'd be nice if people understood it. It'd be nice to go out and talk to someone and be like, did you know this? Did you know that? I had this experience the last time this happened. Like this whole breathing underwater and drowning on land thing. I can't tell everyone that. Well, I just did like to like 200 people, but not the point. Like if you go on a date and you say that to someone, they're more than likely going to be like, uh, this guy's crazy. And then they'll just leave you. 
or whatever. And maybe don't lay that on them in the first date, but you know. You know what I mean. You, I want to be able to have a, a conversation with someone about it. Like a educated conversation. And not be judged. But, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. And that's all anyone can ask for, right? Do what you want to do. I'm doing what makes me happy. And up to this point, I regret nothing. So if that's not good, then I don't know what is. I would do everything exactly the same way all over again. All the pain, all the crying, all the fucking uh, broken bones, all the black eyes, all the arguments, all the everything, I would do it all over again. I'm exactly where I want to be, and I think a lot of people can't say that for themselves. Again, obviously I want to improve, but where I am is where I want to be right now. And I think it should be like that for everyone. Be exactly where you want to be. And that's why I don't like... I think there's people in this world that were meant to work like for a, for a company and were meant to, to follow rules. And there's people in this world that were meant to do their own thing and be their own bosses. And I feel that I'm one of the ones that I have to do my own thing because, <laughs> listen, I tried the part-time job or, or the job thing. I tried the job thing and, and it's not for me. Ever since I was young, like you look at teachers and it's just, what am I learning here? But ever since I was young, it was like, dude, I don't want to work. And not because I'm lazy, it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to follow somebody else's rules. I don't want to follow somebody else's dream. Like, I want to do what makes me happy. And even then, like, I was a shy kid, so I would never say it. But when they were asking, and I don't want to, like, sound all high and mighty or whatever, but around like sixth grade it was it, that was when when they asked like what do you want to be i never answered because i was a shy kid but like inside my head i was like mm, i want to be happy and i think that's sort of where you and maybe you find out later in life that you want to do your own thing whenever you find out but listen to that thing that tells you you got to do what you <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You have to listen to it. And fuck what anyone says. Because, well, what the fuck do they know? What's important to me may not be important to you. And that's okay. You know? And I, and, and I understand that. But there's a lot of people out there that when you say that, like, if you're not doing it their way, then you're doing it the wrong way, and they judge you for it. The way I see it, look, if it makes sense to you and you think you're on the right road, like, as long as you're not damaging your body, your mind, or, or anything, I probably won't say anything. 
Like if you are, uh, I'd be like, I don't think that's the best idea, or I, you know, I like I put some input into it. And then if you tell me, nah, dude, this is what I like to do, then fuck, you know, all right, keep doing it. Now I might separate myself from you, or I might, you know, like stop talking to you, or you're still my friend and I love you because you're being you. You're not being anyone else, you're being you. And I can't knock anyone for being themselves unless it's like a criminal. Then I can be like, dude, chill out. There's, there's levels to this shit, you know? It's like uh, Wiz Khalifa, he's a stoner. He says he smokes every day, like an ounce a day, I think he said. I would hang out with the dude. Like I'm not, not gonna judge him for smoking. And if I have a friend that drinks a lot, I'm gonna hang out with him as long as he's not, you know, doing any damage. I'm gonna hang out with him. Damage as in breaking the law or getting aggressive or doing illegal shit, doing bad stuff. If he's not hurting anyone, then I'm, I'm gonna hang out with him. He's my friend and he's, he's true to himself and what, else, what more can I ask of him? You can't judge. You can't. You can't. Unless it's comedic. Then you can judge. Like if someone's fat and you're thinking I'm gonna trip them, then it's, it's okay. Or maybe you're a dick. <laughs> maybe I'm a dick. Damn. That might be it. That might be it. Uh, what time is it? 5.17. UFC tonight. I wanna talk about this. Because it's interesting to me. Tonight, Marlon Marias faces Henry Cejudo. I'm just calling out the ones that are more important to me. These are like the main fights. And then Donald Cowboy Cerrone is facing Tony. El Kukui Ferguson. Oh my goodness. Listen, I'm going to find a way to watch this shit. I might have to pay for it. Because I would never, and I mean never, watch it or stream it illegally. Never. What I'm saying is I'm going to need to find a way to watch this. I'm, I'm, I might have to pay for it. Because... For those of you that don't know, Tony Ferguson got injured like uh, a couple months ago. I'm just gonna give you a quick, a quick catch up. He got injured a couple months ago, not a couple, like a year ago now, I think. A year and, and a bit more. He tripped over a wire, got an ACL tear. He was the interim champion, which means that he was gonna fight for the championship belt, like immediate match with the championship. He tripped on a wire, he tore his ACL completely off the, the bone or the muscle. And then they gave the shot to someone else and it was a whole big deal like, uh, he got fucked over. It was a whole mess. Well, then he came back, he fought uh, Anthony Pettis, Anthony Showtime Pettis. And it was an amazing fight. Showtime broke his hand 
So they uh, forfeited the match. And he won Tony Ferguson. He looked great. He beat the shit out of him. And then people were saying he, he was the interim champ, so he should fight the champion now. But instead of giving him the shot, he had some mental issues. He, he started thinking they put a chip in his knee or they were... He, he got kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for a bit. And they offered him a fight against Max Holloway. He declined it because he was dealing with some other things. And Max Holloway instead fought Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier won. You could say it was a size advantage. You could say he's just better. You could say whatever you want. He won. So now they're giving him the championship match. Dustin Poirier. So now he fights uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, who is the champion right now. He fights him in, uh, how long is it? November, like 17th or something. I think that's what I saw. And Tony Ferguson is facing Donald Cowboy Cerrone, who's on a three-fight win streak. He beat up Mike Perry with an armbar early. It was on the first round. He fucked him up. Not really. He just got an armbar, but, you know, he won. Then he fought Alexander Hernandez, which was, he's like a, a up-and-coming athlete. He's pretty good. He was a title. He was like looking to challenge for the title, you know? And they gave him Cowboy, and Cowboy fucked him up. He really did fuck him up. He knocked him out. And who did he fight next? I forgot who he fought next. Hmm. Let me remember. It was Mike Perry. Alexander Hernandez. And... I'm not sure who, who else he fought. He fought someone else, I think. And he beat him up. So that's, that's why he's getting this uh, sort of... Uh, I think it's like an interim championship, but there's no belt. It's just three rounds. It's not a championship fight. It's just three rounds. But they're saying the winner of that gets a, gets an immediate matchup against the winner of Dustin Poirier against Khabib Nurmagomedov. Listen, I'm a fan of both of these motherfuckers. I don't I don't know who's gonna win. I won't. I won't. I'm sort of rooting more for Cowboy. I feel like he's gonna get it done. And that's just because of the whole mental issues uh, Tony's had, his knee. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's still great. You know, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. It's gonna be a badass matchup. I, I need to find a way to watch it. And then Henry Cejudo against Marlon Marias. Marlon Marias is a Brazilian. Henry Cejudo is a Mexican American, I believe, and. If you know Henry Cejudo, then you know he's an Olympic gold medalist. Marlon Marais, I think, just does uh, kickboxing or taekwondo. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. I'm not like a diehard fan. Uh, and Henry Cejudo is really like cringy. He's like really awkward, and he's always like when they did the uh, face-off, he came in with a crown and a. And the cape, and uh, 
He was like a wizard. He had a wizard wand and the, what's it called, the hat. And he pulled out a rabbit and a snake and a mouse, I think. He's a really weird guy. And he's really always saying he's the best and stuff. Which he should, you know. He's a fighter. He should say he's the best. He's just really cringe, so I, I kind of want him to get, uh, I want him to get beat up. You know. Does that make me a dick? Maybe. Maybe. Just wanting a guy to get beat up for being weird. Which I'm weird, so it's sort of retain my own kind. Point is, I don't like the guy. I want the guy to lose. I want the guy to lose via head kick. You know? I hope that happens. I'm gonna watch it to make sure it happens. I'm kidding. I'm not gonna make sure it happens. Honestly, I don't care who wins either on that one. I like both of them. The, the last champion lost his belt for using PEDs, performance enhancing drug. He used EPO, which is like a, it basically gives you more stamina, helps you recover faster. So he got banned from the sport for two years. So, you know, he's fucked for two years. I'm not sure if he's gonna come back. He might, and if he does come back, he'll probably be champion again, because that's just who he is. Champions will be champions, you know? It's who he is. It's a good division, both of them. They're really heated up right now. There's a lot of matches from both sides. 170 division as well. Kamaru Usman. He's fighting, uh, I believe, what's his name? The really American dude. Uh, I forget his name, doesn't matter. Either way, I'm gonna watch those. And they're about to start, they start at six. So, I guess we'll just keep chatting till they start. I'm gonna have to go on a break here in a bit. <sighs> I got a 60 minute maximum recording time, so. I'm gonna go for a bit. I need some water, take a piss break. I'll come back. You guys won't know I left, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm back with my music because I took a break. You guys didn't know, but I did. Or maybe you didn't know because I told you. I don't know. One of those, she right? Was my woman. Mm. I love her so. Just enjoy another song. It won't be complete, but, but enjoy it.
beautiful. I'm trying to listen to music. New music, new old music. I'm not a person that listens to a lot of music. I listen to a lot of it, but not like it's the new stuff. I stick to the same artists. You know, I stick to Kanye, Cuddy, uh, DJ Khaled, Chance the Rapper, Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish. Okay, no I'm not. I like them. They're good. <sighs> Last episode, I, I forgot what episode. I told you guys, I like depressing music. Fucking Billie Eilish gives it to me. She's my dealer for my depressing music. She is. I sort of got tired of her now. You know when you play a song too much and you get tired of it? I've played her songs way too much. I used to go to sleep to them, which was weird, but <laughs> but I did it. It's good music. Can't judge me. Kid Cudi agrees with me. He tweeted out the other day. Billie Eilish is a, is a... I forgot what he tweeted. He said she was good, though. So, fuck you. Uh, she's super young, though. And it's kind of weird now. When I listen to it, I'm like, she's fucking 17. And I'm 19, but it's not much of a difference. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, why is she singing about this depressing shit? Like, what experience does she have? Again, to the wisdom thing. What the fuck does she know? Which, here I am with all this wisdom. So I, and I know, like, maybe she went through some shit, you know? I don't know. It, it sort of makes it weird to listen to it now, though. Just because she's so young. And I think about it, I'm like, damn, I'm jamming to a kid. So I stopped listening to that. And I'm trying to listen to new music. New music. Um, it's pretty good. I feel good listening to this music. It's it sort sort of changed because I'm the type of person that sort of has the same playlist on repeat. I was on Tyler shit on um, the first episode, and I still am. I still listen to it, but I'm trying to mix it up a bit, you know. And so far, it's been great. You know, I found these awesome songs by uh, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, and Hispanic songs too. I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys. I didn't even. I don't listen to Spanish music. Cause like it's not my thing, but I came across this song and I don't. I fucking I love it. I love it. It's a beautiful song. Let's see. I'm gonna show you guys. Oh my goodness! Just listen to it. Mm. Mexican music. I don't know if this is Mexican. It has such a, a rhythm to it. It just makes you wanna move. get in on this on this Hispanic music not this uh, uh, the what's it called guitar shit and all that like like the Mexican music 
corridos or whatever. Not that, not that, no, no, no. Get into that type of Spanish music. That, that Spanish music that makes you want to move. And I don't dance, but but to that, uh, I'll jiggle a bit. You know, if I'm if I'm high enough, not even that, dude. I've gotten to the point where I'm okay in my body. I'm at peace with myself, so I can dance. I can get out there and sort of like show these people what's up. You know, it probably won't be on rhythm, but I'll show you what's up. Uh uh uh. Yeah, I gotta get in on get in on that. Latin music, I'll call it Latin since it's like a whole Latin America. It's amazing, it's beautiful, it makes you want to move. I think I'm going to start, I, I've started listening to the new rap music as well. I'm getting into it, I'm liking it. I used to not like it at all, like I got kind of like, I don't know why people like this shit. A couple years ago, that's what I would say. But now I'm sort of understanding the rhythms and, and getting into the music. Music is an art. It's a beautiful art too. And I like it. If I could be a singer, I'd be a singer. But I'm not. And I can't. I can't sing. I got a shitty singing voice. I'm that type of person that thinks he has a good singing voice. But really doesn't. But I'm never going to go out and tell people, like, I got a good singing voice. Because I know I don't. But deep, deep down, I'm like, I got a pretty good singing voice. Ah, shit. I'm going on a date this next weekend. It's my first date. With a Mexican person. I haven't gone on a date with a Mexican person. When I first came here, I was looking more for tourists and stuff. Now, I didn't even ask her out. She asked me out, which weird. She texted me, was like, uh, date. And I was like, uh, okay. And then she was like, uh, where? And I was like, uh, uh, I took a while to reply. Uh, movies? And then she was like, uh, okay. And I was like, okay. Now imagine all of that, but in Spanish. I said yes. I mean, something, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be weird. My Spanish isn't great. It's, uh, eh. That's how I describe it. Eh. Eh. You know, that's how I describe my Spanish. Flirting-wise, my Spanish is pretty good. Um, I, I, I would say it's actually better than other, other actual Spanish-speaking people. I'd say my English is better than other English-speaking people, which is maybe not the pronunciation, but like the grasp of what the language is, I think it's pretty good. I'm quite proud of it. But I fucking suck at flirting in Spanish. It's not my thing. I can't. Or maybe I can, but, and here it's more, more machismo type deal, so I gotta like, I gotta get kind of Italian, you know? Not really. No, but you gotta, you know, you gotta be more manly, whatever that means. You gotta, 
sort of like uh, push sexually more, be more aggressive, more like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a culture where they're like, uh, how would I describe it? They're in tune with their sexuality, so you sort of gotta, like if you're a bitch, the girl is gonna see that you're a bitch and she's just gonna like ignore you. You know? Or if you're too, you're too nice, like being a nice guy in Mexico is like, you get no pussy. You don't. That's just how it is. I mean, you might, but then there's that petty pussy, and then what are you gonna do with that? Nobody wants petty pussy. You want the the other type of pussy. I don't know what the other one is. I'm not creative enough to come up with another type. But you don't want that type of pussy. So if you're a nice guy in Mexico, it's just sort of like downhill. Like you, okay. You might get your best friend or, or uh, I, I don't know, a childhood friend. To, you might get that type of a love around around people that already know you. But you won't get that, that casual love, you know, that let's go out, meet, and then let's go fuck. You won't get that type of love if you're a nice guy. And I'm a nice guy, so it's like, shit, you know? I'm gonna try to, try to bring my machismo up a bit. Plus I need to practice how to flirt in Spanish and how to communicate. I can communicate, but I need to practice how to flirt in Spanish. I'm not good at it. I'm not. I'm a funny guy though. That translates. The funny just translates to any language. You know? If you're funny in English, you're funny in French. It isn't, it's not like, oh, I'm funny in English, but when I speak French, I sound like a prick. No, you, it, it translates. So I'm funny in both, but and maybe that's all I need. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my machismo up a bit on this one. See what happens. I don't even know what movies we're gonna watch. They're all in Spanish, so I'm gonna have to like pay extra attention. That's the type of Spanish I have. And it's not like pay extra attention, but it it makes me feel uncomfortable when I'm listening to something that I know shouldn't be in Spanish be in Spanish. Like I went to watch the the nun in Spanish and the whole time I was just sort of like I wasn't feeling it. Like it wasn't as scary. It was just like and not it, it's not scary to begin with, but it wasn't the same. I felt uncomfortable with it. So so I don't know what movie we're gonna watch. Fuck knows. I might not even take her to the movie theater. I don't know. Um I might take her to go look at the ocean and smoke some weed. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know what I'm going to do. But we'll see what happens. And I'll keep you guys updated. Hope it goes well. I really don't care, per se. It's just sort of like, ah, eh, okay.
I guess I'm going to this now. Like I had nothing else to do, so I, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. Plus I'm that type of person that just does shit like that. Like, okay, yeah, I'll go. You know? Uh, which might be one of my issues, if I'm being honest. Just uh, being cool with things, being too cool with things. Probably just because I'm a fucking alpha, you know? If someone stabs me, I'll look down and be like, okay, <laughs> is that how you feel? And just go out and about my day, you know? Or beat him up. I'll probably beat him up in that scenario. Yeah, I'd beat him up. But first, I'd look down and be like, all right, that's how you feel? And then start, you know, piecing him up. Bah, bah, bah. Left, right, left, left. Uppercut, head kick, and then he's fucked. Or put him down, choke him out, fuck him up, basically. Because that's what an alpha does. You gotta fuck a dude up. At least once a week. And that's if you're like a average alpha. People, alphas like me, we gotta, we gotta be out there alphaing shit up. Like, at least five, six times a week. Now, alphaing shit up, what does that mean? It's a little, it, it's a little worse you want to win. And in, most of it is subconscious, like I'm an alpha by nature. So this shit is like, like fucking, I could do it with my eyes closed, you know? And it's just like, how much space do you want when you're sitting? And then like, if you need more space, open them legs up, alpha male. Open them up, let the balls breathe. Mm. Reposition your cock. Do something. Will you do it if you gotta do it? If you do it, then you're an alpha. And that's like one alphaing things up situation you were in. Then let's say you're looking at somebody because that's what people do. You look at people. Let's say you're looking at them and they notice you're looking at them. A bitch would immediately look away. An alpha, such as myself, would keep eye contact. You keep it. And then you, you don't break eye contact until they break it and that's how freeing things up because once they break it they're immediate they're your bitch now you're my bitch and then you can call them over and lick my hand or something i don't know whatever you're into man kiss my feet play with my hair i don't know i don't know what what you're into i don't know what type of alpha you are because there's different types of alphas there's the bitch alpha that's a thing. If you didn't know that, shit, now you know. There's a bitch alpha. Now you might be asking, what is a bitch alpha? I'll tell you. A bitch alpha is the alpha that, the alpha that does it by being really aggressive or really like in your face about things. The bitch alpha is basically the bully alpha. 
and not like the size bully or the strength bully. He's like the psychological bully, which some would argue is the better bully, but in this case, he's a bitch. Nah. You get what you get. That's the bitch bully. I'm the laid back alpha. I'm laid back. I do the little things just to let you people know that I, I'm playing for keeps. I'm fucking tonight. Are you? Or something like that. Or I'm I'm winning tonight. Whatever you want to call it. Maybe you're not fucking tonight. You don't want to say I'm fucking tonight if you're not fucking tonight. Maybe say this my song or something. Something like that. Like I own this or something. You gotta, those are the little things, I think. I, I lost my train of thought. I think those are the little things. You gotta let him know. You do. You gotta. Otherwise, you lose your alpha position, which usually it's easy to get it back. You're an alpha in your home, you're an alpha outside. Like, there's not, it's not one or the other. If it is one or the other, then you're a bitch. Like, you're alpha in, you're alpha out. And you see that a lot. When I started working, obviously, you start out as a fucking, you know, the weakest of the weak. Because it's like a new environment. You got to feel it out. You got to see who you got to beat up. Who you got to out alpha. And then you do it. And maybe you're not like an attacking wolf. Maybe you're like a pa passing by wolf. And if you're a passing by wolf, then you want them to respect you, but you don't want to become like the alpha alpha of the pack or of the place. In that situation, you sort of just like, you look at the alpha and you let them know, the, the standing alpha of the place, you look at them and you let them know, I'm going to stay here for a while. And then if he notices that you're an alpha, he'll look at you and be like, how long you staying? And then you can answer by you. And then he's gonna say, by you? Yeah. By you? And then you sort of do like a standoff, and then he's like, mm -hmm. he's thinking about it and shit. And if you're a true alpha, He'll be like, okay. And then you're in. And no one's gonna mess with you because you're also an alpha. You know, you're like a, a background alpha, which is what I am. So I, I like immediately got in sync with the people around me and was like, yo, 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 except for the bitches. I didn't, I didn't fuck around with the bitches. What I mean by the bitch is, a bitch in a workplace is the one that's always like, well, that's not how you do it. Or, or, um, stuff like that. Like, they're, they're just nagging. Those are the bitches of the workplace. Like, there was this one bitch that never said hi to me. Never. I don't, I don't understand why. Like, she would completely, she would say goodbye to everyone else by, like, giving them a fist bump. Like, yeah, I'm out this bitch. And then come to me... And just that's it. She wouldn't do shit to me. 
Which, being in that fall, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, alright, cool. I'm not gonna say anything. There's those people packed where you got like the one or two stragglers that you just let them stick around because they like, like if shit gets tough, you can eat them or something. That's what they are. That's what they are. I was pretty good in the workplace, man. I got, I got the steering wheels pretty quick. I, I'm such an alpha. They're supposed to give you like, um, what was it? Like a month of training. Listen, I got three motherfucking days. Three days of training. And then they left me unsupervised. They left me there to fend for my own, like the motherfucking alpha that I am. Ooh, it's a beautiful thing. It is. Being an alpha. And if you're an alpha, you know you're an alpha. Like, if you gotta question that shit, then... I mean, question it if you want. Chances are you're not an alpha. That's just how it be sometimes. Ain't nothing to do about it. There's some bitches, man. I don't know what to tell you. But it's a good feeling, you know? It's a good one. Like, damn. They really left me alone already? But then I was like, you know what? It makes sense that they left me alone. I got the night shift, by the way. That's why they left me alone. I got the night shift and uh, and there's no supervision in the night shift. It's just like that one. Like there's a supervisor in first and second shift, but the third shift doesn't have anyone. So they left me alone like that. It was a good deal. I slept all day. I was on my phone. I could eat whatever I want because it's like a, I was a room service operator. So, so I like, I took the orders and took them to the kitchen. I was like, make this. And then the, there was waiters there and they would take the food. But I could put in an order and be like room fucking, what was it? 7,030. For 70, 730 wants uh, a steak with uh, guacamole or with uh, with extra onion. Medium rare. And then he'd make it, and well, it wasn't for anyone. And they don't keep count of the food there. It's just sort of like, uh, they, they just don't. I don't think they can, because so much food goes to waste, so much food throws, gets thrown in and out, and you can't keep up with that shit. You can't. So, I I would order whatever I wanted. Shit's beautiful. I had a good time. But you know when it's not for you. You know. And if you're lying to yourself, then you know you're lying to yourself, and you know that's not for you. Unless you're working for something else then it's okay to be there. Uh, but don't complain that you're there. Because, like, what are you complaining for? I mean, you can complain, but it seems pointless. You know? If you want to be there, then shit. Okay, don't complain. You want to be here. But it got to the point where I was complaining, and I didn't want to be there. So I was like, mm, this isn't for me. It really isn't. I got to go. And I did go. Because I'm a alpha. And I did it on 
I'm not a dick. I didn't just say I quit and leave. That'd be a boss-ass move. But I'm an educated alpha. You know, I can't just go around doing that type of shit. I'm an educated alpha. I got to maintain my image. So I gave him one day. Which I think it's supposed to be like a week. But be happy I gave you a day. I don't know. I'm a fucking alpha. I play by my own rules. So be happy you got a day, bitch. Uh, And they understood. See, this is the thing you get with alphas. Like, they don't question the shit you do. Like, I told them, uh, I'm going to quit tomorrow. And they didn't even question. They were like, uh, okay. Okay. And they said, why? But then they were like, nah, we got it. We know why. And I was like, I know you know why. I'm a savage. Nah, you can tell when someone isn't meant to be there. You can tell. And th- maybe they can't tell sometimes. Sometimes they can't even tell that, that like it's not for you. I don't see you doing this. To be, I just don't. Your personality, just everything about you isn't meant to be here. I felt like that's what it was for me in school after, let's say, 10th grade, 9th grade or something, maybe around there. I just, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. College wasn't for me. School wasn't, it just, none of it was for me. As an alpha, I made the best of it. And then as an alpha, I also left and almost dropped out. But then as an alpha, I came back and I finished on a computer program that makes it like 10 times faster. So instead of graduating in July, August, I graduated in February. So, you know, that's a plus. I'm an alpha. Are you? And that is the question. And that is the podcast because I run out of things to say. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure if I'm going to end it with music. I'm not sure if I'm going to end it with ads. I don't have ads, so I'm not going to end it with ads. I will end it with... Go follow me on Instagram. Wizard underscore 78. Wizard spelled like it is on Wizard Talk. To all 200 of you. I know not all of you. Follow me. So fucking go and follow me. And then on Twitter is B-I-D-O underscore seven eight. And I'm trying to use Facebook, LinkedIn, and all of these other things. So LinkedIn is, nope, I'm not gonna do LinkedIn, that's fucked. No, okay. Facebook is just Alberto, and then my last name, Jaramillo. I'm gonna put it on the description so you don't gotta worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed day. Go out there and get groovy, please, for me. If you're not getting groovy, then then what are you doing? You gotta let these bitches know who's running shit. And if it ain't true, then it's gonna be me or some other alpha. So, you know, just let them know you're fighting for keeps. Let them know they can't fuck with you. At least that. Let them know they can't fuck with you.
That's the advice I got for today. That's that's my part. Enjoy it. Everything, whatever it is. Enjoy it. Goodbye.